Alright, it's do you wanna get started? I guess we should probably Let's get started. Let's do this. Are you guys pumped? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. There's one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> This is a podcasting one-on-one panel. We both uh, run successful, we use air quotes, podcasts. No, I'm successful. I don't need air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is John. I run the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We do uh, release actual plays. We do interviews with game designers, uh, industry game designers, uh, RPGs like Adam Scott Clancy, Ken Height. Uh, We've also had um, Kickstarter designers. We do a lot of board gaming. I would do interviews for that and, you know, board game reviews and, and different stuff. So it's uh, it's been fun. It's been interesting so far. Absolutely. And I am Glory Hound from Glory Hound and the Uninvited Gamers. I am also a Steve Jackson MIB, which is um, the demonstration hand of Steve Jackson games. Uh, I do writing for games and I do editing for games. And I pretty much like games. So <laughs> if you guys didn't notice, I like all sorts of games. But the podcast is about um, board games and Kickstarters and mainly entertainment, which is kind of important because you got to figure out where your podcast is going to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming everybody in the room um, wants to do a podcast, right? Yeah. Just or get listen, started. Do we have any podcasters here? Like, do you already have a podcast? No? Nobody yet? Okay. Well, why did you get into podcasting? Basically, the the Legends of Tabletop came out of the fiery remnants of my marriage. I got divorced, and (laughs) I uh, was looking for some other expression. Uh, I was thinking about doing a a gaming blog, just kind of doing, like, you know, maybe advice and articles, do a lot of crafts and things for the tables. Right. And my co-host, Vince, kind of pushed me and said, no, no, we should do a whole thing. We'll we'll get a website, and, you know, we'll, we'll maybe do a podcast, and, you know, we'll take it to the next level and and we did that and kind of haven't looked back from there it's been about two and a half years and uh it's been very interesting we you know do a lot of conventions we do some panels um you know involved in the community very active on twitter um eh, very active kind of active on twitter but (laughs) you have to be active on social media if you want to have your your podcast noticed and and just kind of be a part of that community and you know kind of get your name out there Absolutely. How about you? Um, I went ahead and got into podcasting because I wanted to um, get more involved in the community and I wanted to share my experiences with that community. And I think that's really important uh, whenever you're looking at doing a podcast because your podcast is kind of your passion and built on that. You know, you're not going to want to do something every single week or even every other week that you don't like, you know. So I love board games. And I had already been demoing for Steve Jackson Games for about four years. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about this. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. And uh, I had backed a ton of games on Kickstarter. So I was like, you know what? People find the Kickstarter market extremely hard to navigate. And I'm going to tell people how to manage that. So kind of finding like that niche on where you fit in what you want to do, I think is very important whenever you're looking to do podcasting. Um, So you're finding a subject. It's like... That's probably one of the most important things. So you're like, oh, cool, I want to do a podcast. What can I do? I can do anything. Um, You know, the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast, you have all kinds of gaming podcasts. I mean, they have podcasts talking about um, different murders that happened around the country and stuff and (laughs) discussing those and how they went down. I mean, you can do a podcast on anything, Mm -hmm. but it being your passion, like, that's that's where it comes out, I think, you know? And that's what you said. When you're going to do it week in and week out, it has to be something that you really are interested in, something that you're really involved in because if, it, if it's not it becomes like work and yes. even if you love it it's a lot of work if there's it any is. takeaway from today it's more work than you think it probably is it absolutely is it absolutely is and uh, just providing that content over and over um, you know you have to come up with those ideas you have to be an idea builder whenever you're podcasting you know um, we do heavy kickstarters and I can look on Kickstarter some weeks and go, there's nothing I want to talk about here. What sort of bullshit are we going to talk about today? <laughs> and you have to kind of notice that and realize that there are going to be downtimes, and either we are going to do like every twice a month 
uh, to negate those downtimes, or we're gonna figure out different things to talk about that relate to the same things that we love, you know? So I think you have to be very creative whenever you're looking at that um, and expanding your subject to include other things, um, but relate back to what you're passionate about, you know? Is anybody here like nervous about podcasting? Here, I know, yeah. <laughs> You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, everybody's nervous about podcasting at first, okay? <laughs> well, this, yeah, so let me say, so we do interviews weekly for two years now. We were going to take a step back and, you know, it, can, it just has continued to where we're doing a weekly thing. But in the beginning, you know, because as a gamer, as, and I think most gamers would relate to the most, for the most part, is, you know, more of an introvert. And, you know, gaming sort of forms our social format. So to then, you know, think like, oh, my God, on Wednesday at 8 o'clock, I have to get online with somebody and, and interact and ask these questions. And I tell you, for like a month, it was terrifying. You'd be like, oh, no, like Monday, I would be like, oh, my God, on Wednesday, we have You're a thing. You're all stressed out. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to interview somebody today. But it's cool because, you know, because we, you know, we have a genre that we're in. You have a commonality with the people that are coming on. So the more that you do it, the more you become comfortable with it. And and you do it. And most people are cool. I mean, the gaming community, for the most part, and there are some outliers, is really, really great. Um, we've got great conventions here. I think Arizona has like eight gaming conventions. Yeah. So we have a very robust yeah. convention. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've got a great community here just for that. So it, it's, it, it's good. And, you know, like... Gloria Hand was saying, you know, you, you have to come up with a schedule, determine like what your release is going to be. Don't be late. If you're going to release something every Monday, do it on Monday. If for some reason you have to miss it, you know, make sure you're on your social media. Hey, something came up. We're going to get this episode, you know, episode out tomorrow or, you know, Wednesday. Just you have to be communicative with your audience because, you know, especially in the beginning, if you start to miss things, then people are like, oh, well, you know, why do I want to invest There's the effort? There's sometimes podcast. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's every three months. It's okay. Right. <laughs> um, deciding your level of commitment is probably one of the most important things you'll do whenever you're going into a podcast because um, I know for me, I, I'm a very organized person. So when I decided my level of commitment, I said, okay, I'm going to do a podcast every week. And how I'm going to do that is I'm going to bank episodes. So that means I'm going to do two podcasts one week so that I'm actually only recording every other week. And every week I have notes built for every single podcast that I do. Um, if we're interviewing people, the questions I'm going to ask them because your interview subjects, I always like, being, uh, I always like knowing what they're going to be asked, okay? <laughs> you don't want to surprise anybody. That makes people unhappy. <laughs> um, but just going through that process of building your schedule and building the notes helps you decide how much time you can contribute to your podcast. If you get through, you know, your two weeks worth of notes building and doing the podcast, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work. It's okay to do your podcast twice a month. It's okay to do a podcast once a month. You get to decide that, but don't be late. That's the important part. If your listeners know when that's coming out and when it's expected from you, that's totally okay. But whenever you start getting late, they go, oh, okay, this person just isn't podcasting anymore. And you'll lose followers and you'll lose subscribers. Um, so it's super important being consistent. Even if you're putting out something that is not cutting edge material, <laughs> you know? Sometimes you just have to talk about fun stuff or stuff that you're doing at the moment. But that's still putting that out in the media and showing that you have presence out there. And that's really, really important, you know, as a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, that, and setting expectations too as well. Oh, so absolutely. if you are going to do once a month, you know, on, on your social media, you know, on your webpage, in your about section or whatever, yes. say like, hey, we're going to release on the first of every month or we're going to release the third Thursday of every month. As long as people know what to expect, then it, communication is key yeah. in, in that regard. Yeah, you can change that down the line. You can get six months down the line and go, oh my God, I'm so tired of doing podcasts every week. <laughs> We're just gonna go to once a month. But as long as you let everybody know that, then it's totally fine. It's the lack of communication that people have a hard time with, you know? And that's when you're really gonna see your numbers uh, go down whenever you do that, you know? Um, oh, you know what? It, 
talking about as far as like finding a subject you're passionate about, just kind of touching back on this, um, this is really important too. So as a podcaster, you're thinking about doing a podcast, you want to look at all of the other podcasts that are like yours. And you want to think, what sets me apart from theirs? You know, there's like a gajillion different gaming podcasts out there. And his podcast, completely different from my podcast, okay? And that's really important because that's what builds your listeners, you know? I don't want my podcast to be like, you know, Suzanne's or, you know, like Legends of Tabletop or, I mean... I, I want it to be specific to myself. So it's good to go ahead and take little things from other podcasts, go, oh, I really like how they do their intro, or I like you know, how they tr transition here, but you need to make something creatively your own that sets you apart from other people too, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When, when podcasting like started, you know, there was a handful of people that were doing it. Now, you know, 10 years later, there's everybody's doing it. I mean, yeah. you know. It's come back a lot. Like, yeah. it's gone where, you know, I mean, people are doing, like, Netflix, and now they're doing podcasts because you can listen to them whenever you want. People <laughs> like doing stuff whenever they want. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's good. I mean, you can, you can be similar. I mean, it, it's good to be distinct if you can, right? So there's right. Oh, a million D and D podcasts. So do I want to start another D and D podcast? If I'm going to, can I you know compete with Matt Mercer? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, you know, so maybe you choose if you want to do an actual play, choose a different game, an off the wall game, right? Uh, exactly. You know, something that's you know like Numenera is huge right now, and and you know there are people that do Numenera, and that's fine. Um, but if you're gonna do something that is similar you know try to make it stand out in some way that makes it your own absolutely um i know like a lot of the gaming uh podcasts get very technical and my part of it is just being very entertaining and i want to make things fun and so i'm i'm i think i'm kind of like aside from the group because everybody's <laughs> very technical i'm like the least technical person there is not because i don't know the technical stuff but because I want to be an entertainer first and then a gamer for my podcast, you know, and making that distinction in your mind and figuring out which way do I want my podcast to lean that benefits not only my personality, but also the market and what I can put out there is very important. Right. Do we want to talk about, you know, card weights or do we want to talk about how fun a game is? Exactly. Because you get to heavy cardboard and they're talking about like millimeters of, you know, cards and stuff like thickness. And like if I talked about that with my listeners, like I would lose everybody. OK, because my listeners are not looking for that. You know, they're looking for fun. And what can we do tonight and play? You know, they're not as concerned about those things. So everybody has a different market and your podcast is like. There's somebody that is going to like your podcast in your market, but you have to be more true to yourself and what you like, and then put that little piece of yourself out there. So that's kind of where like the nervousness comes in. You might be nervous about having your podcast, but that's the most important part of you, okay, that you're putting out there. And that's the part that people like, okay? And that's why they listen to you, because they want to know you, and they want to check out your podcast and see what you're talking about. So that's really important, okay? Um, as far as expenses, this is the fun stuff. Expenses. That's <laughs> what everybody wants to know about. What? It, how did you set up your podcast as far as, like, ex expenses? Uh, so I went into it sort of blind. I had been on a few other podcasts before, but just as a player, so I really had no concept of, like, how long is it going to take to edit? How, you know, how do we set all these different things up? So we just started and, you know, sort of basic, hey, let's pick a name. All right, let's register that at name. Okay. Now we have to find where can we host our podcast at, um, you know, where we do our storage for, you know, where we're going to do our RSS feed. Um, so essentially I just pay for everything all the right. time. With yeah. <laughs> with no regards to budget, um, which is probably maybe not the best way to do it. Uh, but you, you, know, you go in beforehand and just kind of do your research. So, okay, I have to register a name. I have to find a host. So at minimum, you're going to do that. Um, and there's ways to offset those things. Absolutely. You know, Patreon and, and Cafe Press, if you want to sell T-shirts, uh, you know, and those, those sorts of things, um, you know, recorders. I mean, you can go on the cheap. Um, you know, a basic headset if you just want to record online, you know, cost you maybe 40 bucks yeah. at Walmart mm -hmm. for like a, you know, Logitech There's a headset. There's options. Yeah. 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 There's a whole lot of options. At what level do, do you find yourself here, here? Do you think you're uh, high profile enough to do uh, sponsorship, uh, retain sponsorship? Whenever you want. 
if you can as find somebody to sponsor you, like that's a kudos, man. Like, um, honestly, ask. Like, don't be afraid to ask people things. You know, I can mm-hmm. go down to Game Depot in Phoenix, and I've known them for years. But if I didn't go in there and ask for them to sponsor something for me, they would have never done it. Yeah. You know, so you just have to be free with asking and have the confidence to ask. It doesn't matter if you have 100 followers. There might be somebody that wants to sponsor you. They might like you. They might like your podcast. They might like to promote you. But if you don't ask, you're never going to know. So, you know, ask as soon as you as you feel it's right, you know, or even before that, really, um, because you just don't know who's going to say yes. There's plenty of times I've been in situations where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to throw something out there. And I asked and I got a yes. And I was like, well, damn, <laughs> like that was insanely better than expected. But if I hadn't asked, nothing would have happened. So, yeah, I would ask as, as soon as possible on those, you know. I mean, you can ask even as you're getting started. Yeah, you know, you, absolutely. You know, if you have if you a game store that you stuff, go yeah. to. Yeah, and say, hey, look, th- this is what I do. Like, you know, maybe you guys get involved. Like, I, Isle of Games is my game store here in Tucson. That's where I go. That's where I spend all my money. Right. Um, we're actually going to be doing some video reviews with them in conjunction with the store. But, again, only because I went in and asked. And they're not absolutely. sponsoring financially. But, um, you know, to go in and just get place that to do it. visibility there. Right, yeah. exactly. And they're promoting you and you're promoting them and it becomes a sort of partnership you know with that and any sort of partnership is good because it gets your name out there and you're helping other people too that's one of the things that you'll start recognizing is that as you're doing this um you might keep it oh well i don't want anybody to like take my entity or this that and the other nobody's gonna take your entity like you have to kind of share you know you promote people they promote you um, it's a very shared network, actually, mm-hmm. you know, and that was kind of surprising to me whenever I went in. Um, as far as my expenses expenses and budget, I know I did it a lot differently than a lot of other people did. Um, I went to, like, secondhand stores, and I bought a mixer, <laughs> and I bought <laughs> microphones. <laughs> so I have a very sweet setup, comparatively, for people getting started. Um, because I went to a podcasting panel and they told me the most important thing that you can do for your podcast is have excellent, excellent sound quality. Absolutely. Most important thing, because if your sound quality isn't good, people aren't going to listen to you. You know, um, even the people at the podcasting panel were like, even if you're doing video, your video is not the most important part. It is your sound that is the most important part because people can be on YouTube and they can downsize those windows and they're still just listening to you, you know? Um, so I personally, um, I went to, you know, secondhand stores and pawn shops and stuff like that. And I looked at sales for Guitar Center and I purchased my equipment. Um, but there are a lot of people that do use computers mm-hmm. with like uh, the blue microphones, which you can get like for 40 bucks that are really good and stuff. Um, a simple pair of headphones um, is really important because again, that sound quality, you want to be able to listen to yourself. Okay. So I have a podcast where I have four to five different people, um, which making sure that everybody was in the, like the right ranges is very important because you don't want to hurt anybody's ears, you know? Um, so as high a quality as you can get on your particular budget, you need to figure out how much money do I have to spend on this? Do I have $40? Can I get a blue mic? And then I won't have headphones until like next month or something. You have to figure that out um, or like go thrifty shopping because there are p- ways to get a decent setup for a very minimal amount of money, you know? Um, I mean, mine, like I said, was expensive. I think I still spent probably, I want to say, like $400 on all of mine. But that was expensive, guys, okay? There's plenty of people that do that stuff with just a $40 microphone um, over Skype, (laughs) okay? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Best 40 bucks I ever spent. For real. Well, I I had a blue microphone, too. So, yeah, my microphone story, yeah. through a couple microphones okay just testing yeah if you listen to my first episodes um i did a microphone where i recorded one mic and then like everybody around the table and that had too much feedback 
which I did not realize because I was thinking, oh, one microphone, I have to pay one amount of money and then everybody's going to be okay. And apparently that's the worst thing to do. <laughs> Don't ever do that, guys. Get separate microphones for people <laughs> so everybody can talk. Well, that guy left, but but I will throw out if if you do have a we we did have a sponsor, Easy Roller Dice, for a little while, um, and and they left, and that's fine, and you know we're friends with those guys, um, but they are going to be looking at return on investment, especially if it's someone that you don't know, or you know maybe you're no in passing and things like that. They're they're going to want to see some kind of return on on what they're investing. So, you know that is a consideration. As far as sponsorship, as far as sponsorship stuff, yeah. goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to be nice to your sponsors. Yeah. Like if somebody's sponsoring you you know you got to mention them a lot and stuff um because it is a working relationship you know when you're building a podcast it's fun but you still have to walk that line between fun and it being a passion and then still trying to present yourself as being a professional towards the community so you can get those sponsorships and you can get you know all those little perks and stuff like that um it's it's a fine line you do have to walk you know you try to be nice to everybody i think well, it should be nice to everybody anyway, right? Well, that, I mean, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, if they're jerks, I mean, maybe not, right? <laughs> um, other ways to offset expenses. Did we want to talk about that? Because I haven't personally done a Kickstarter. We can, uh, We haven't done... We ha- I haven't personally done a Kickstarter. Okay. We, we talk to a lot of people that do Kickstarters Absolutely. for games, RPGs, board games, and stuff. Right. Um, but if, if you have a product, depending on what your podcast is based around, it would you know potentially... You know, you have the option of doing a Kickstarter. Um, or like a Patreon. Patreon. Patreon, Patreon is good. more kind of where you want to be. A lot of uh, podcasts do that now. Yeah. With Patreon, I mean, aren't you supposed to, like, set up different levels? I mean, you are. So what, as a podcast, what do you set up for, pay your Patreon? Right, okay. right. Um, okay, so somebody kind of explained it to me like this. Um, if you have a Patreon, even if you have no extra content on there, if you have a very low level, like, oh, you know, a dollar or something or two dollars, um, you would say on your podcast, you know, hey, you like our podcast, would you buy us a beer? If so, support us on Patreon because, like, you're helping us build our show. And then it kind of puts it in perspective for people. Um, The ultimate goal of Patreon is to have different levels and then to have extra content. And um, I think to do this right, you really have to build it into what you're doing. Um, I'm in the process of building that right now. Um, I have Mystery Dungeon 1000, which is a small 10-minute show. People love that show, and I've done about 10 episodes, and that is Patreon um, material that I am building for free right now that will be moved to paid content. So it kind of set, you know, I have still have the free podcast. I'm going to say, all right, you know, you guys can listen to my stuff and everything. And hey, you guys like these super awesome episodes. And if you go ahead and support us, we're also going to give you, you know, this access to kind of like these extra episodes, but also maybe some inner workings of what we're doing, just more commentary and stuff. So again, this goes along the lines of your time commitment and how you're building things with your podcast. Um, Patreon is a whole nother thing. You have to start building into that because if you're going to put extra content up, how much time are you going to devote to that content? You know, is it going to be a game day that you're going to record and then post just there and then maybe post online six months later? Um, If you trap that content on Patreon, uh, I feel like people tend to get upset because then it's just paid content. But if you release it six or seven months later, that's okay. (laughs) They just have to wait for it and then they have to make the decision if they want it now or if they want it later. So you're kind of taking that pressure off of everybody for that, you know? Um, But having, yeah, different tiered rewards and stuff is good. Uh, That first tier is just having, you know, can you buy us a beer or whatever, you know, just supporting our content gives us, you know, new microphones or this is excellent to have, you know? 
Yeah, usually that basic level is like, hey, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast, right. or you know, oh, you that's get, a good one. Shout you know, outs. Uh, you know, exclusive. You know, jump, you know, jump on our Mailchimp, and we'll you know get you exclusive things or like an extra article. Yeah. Um, you know, as you break them down, if you're gonna do that, is to go ahead and look at other podcasts and see what other people are doing. Um, you know, everybody has their own pay scale and and different rewards, and and I also Absolutely. went through and you know kind of compared about twenty different podcasts and started to compile a list and decide okay what do we want to do and a lot of it is is that you can also release content early Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be six months like hey here's the raw audio file Um, because what we do for our actual plays is you know we'll pass through and do all technical editing um, ums and ahs and leveling and all that kind of stuff but then I go back and add sound effects for our actual plays so you know at a a lower level of of Patreon be like okay you get the raw file there's no extra stuff right they get Um, all the little tidbits that you talk about before yeah. And, and you <laughs> can do start. yeah pre-show stuff post-show stuff if you're you know recording other stuff at the table or you know even if you're using skype you can cut all that stuff and just put that on as exclusive you know if you're doing rpgs you can say hey if you want to do 20 bucks a month we'll we'll get you in a game in a one-shot game or we'll do an all listener game um, you know there's there's different options that you can do depending on you know what your podcast is if it's not specifically gaming which is kind of what we're about absolutely um you know there would be different options then well i think you brought up a really good point with the research portion because there's a lot that goes into researching your podcast and then if you're going to move to like uh looking for paid expenses and stuff like that and researching your market and what everybody else is offering um and again doing your own thing but taking tips from that okay if everybody's offering free dice you know if you're a five dollar reward well maybe you should look at that because maybe people like dice i mean i like dice so like That's why I would back something (laughs) like that. Um, But you have to look at the media that you're producing and then what other people are doing and kind of figure that out on your own. And again, time commitment. What do you want to do? The raw thing is like super nice to do because then you are bypassing the time commitment and you're Mm -hmm. like, this has already been produced and I don't have to do anything. So we don't have my guys. (laughs) Listen to all of our bullshit that we talk about beforehand. And, and even if you want to do something like T-shirts or dice or things Absolutely. like that, you you can set uh, a limit. Be like, okay, you have to be at this level for at least a month. So you can't just give me twenty bucks for a T-shirt. You're in for two months, and then if you know if you're out, you're out. But then you're you're still making some of that money back. You're not just essentially buying a T-shirt for somebody. Absolutely, um, it's something that you definitely have to look at and invest in. Right. <laughs> no problem. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, what else we got? Social media, maybe. Social media is a big one, um, which kind of ties into the previous panel, which was a Kickstarter panel. Yeah, um, it was crowdfunding. Yeah, you, you can... You know, you could just record, and again, we're talking about gaming. Uh, you know, you could record your D&D game with a little microphone like this and uh, and throw it up on the internet. Minimal investment, you get it out there, you do your thing. Uh, but who's going to listen to it? Who's going to know about it? Uh, so you want to start a Twitter page. You want to have a Facebook page. You want to maybe do Instagram. Uh, you know, there's so many different levels of social media. And again, it comes down to, like, you're talking about with time commitment. Yeah. Uh, it's a ton of time. I, I have a full-time job, and I may put in anywhere between 10 and 30 hours a week just on the podcast itself yeah uh, so and, and maybe you know we do a little extra stuff with sound effects and all that other stuff uh, which is maybe a little bit more extreme but you know it, it is a huge investment on time you know in that regard absolutely social media takes up a lot of your time because um, people want you to have a presence online they want you to have a presence online on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and on Tumblr and yeah, we have on, Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. And on everything, on Flickr. Like, there's all sorts of mediums I didn't even know about until I started looking where I need to put my stuff, you know? Um, and being involved in those communities will build your views like exponentially, okay? Um, so you can't just be like, hey, here's my podcast every week and then not comment on anybody's stuff. No, you actually have to be involved in liking other people's posts and commenting on other people's posts in media or else you're not going to get the same sort of like extension mm-hmm. of your podcast um, with everything, you know, because again, it becomes that relationship that you start getting with other people, you know, like me and Le- Legends of Tabletop here. Like, I mean, 
we will, you know, we'll share each other's stuff or, you know, the follow Friday stuff. Like you are promoting not just yourself when you do that, but also them. And then they're promoting you. And, um, it, it actually becomes a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of really cool people on social media, um, that are just really like really nice people mm-hmm. that are there and want to see you succeed. And then and you want to see them succeed and it's an amazing community to get involved in so like as soon as you start even thinking about doing a podcast first thing you need to do is set up all your social media things and you got to look at you know all your research and who's involved in all that and like those people and start talking those people on social media before you even start anything because that's going to give you a heads up above everybody else on that you know um i believe when i had my all my social media set up and I didn't start podcasting to like three years later. <laughs> so like, cause I was just hanging around like, Hey, I'm demoing games. I'm doing cool stuff in the community. Here's some pictures and stuff. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to do something with this. And that, um, really made my podcast, uh, grow and succeed much better than some other people's who were like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm doing the podcast now. Maybe I should start sharing on different platforms so you start need to start building that now from the ground up on that and we actually met on twitter we did we met on twitter <laughs> so that's where i met all my people at is on twitter yeah again with the whole like you need to ask people i actually uh i, I invite myself places like everywhere basically so if i want to do something i'm pretty much like hey guys i'll show up to your event and hang out with you it'll be fun that's actually how I got involved with Abnormal Entertainment and uh, Mass Blogster and Masterpiece Theater and stuff on there is just because I asked, I was involved in the community and I was talking to people and I, I mean, I didn't even have a podcast yet. I was just testing water and like seeing what I liked to do. So that's really, really super important mm-hmm. is that social media aspect of everything. And the community is really cool, and it is nice to be involved and support. Like, you know, you could buy games on Amazon, and they're tons cheaper. Like I said, I I purchase all of my games almost exclusively over at Isle because it supports our local gaming community. We have, you know, a handful, five or six stores here in Tucson. So if you like to game, if you like the board game, if you like to role play, support your local store. Yeah, you could save a couple of bucks by doing it online, but you want to be involved with your community. Absolutely. And, and even your online community. I mean, I've met such wonderful people just from doing the podcast and being online and just interacting with people. It's been it's been a really great experience. Well, and that's a good point is the fact that, you know, although online social media is important, but also, you know, we go to all of the conventions in town that are based on what we have our podcast about, which is board games. And, uh, you know, I go to my friendly local game store and I purchase exclusively through the different game stores there because... You know, when I go there and I make that connection and I start uh, purchasing games from them or I demo games for them, then they start putting my name out there. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm on their message boards and all of a sudden I'm on their Facebook pages. And, like, then I'm getting a whole new level of community through them. So building that community or uh, not even really building, like putting yourself in that community <laughs> is really important, you know, and then building from there, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, do we want to talk about editing and stuff? Like the technical stuff now. That's not as much fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're when you're a podcast, you're not just a podcast. You're not someone's just recording games or, you know, maybe doing interviews. It, it becomes an entity unto itself. So, yes, you're going to do those things, and maybe that's the fun stuff. But then afterwards, then it's it's all that's the work. That's the hard work right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you had said, the, the sound quality is super important. Very. Um, you can get products for free. Audacity is great it does a lot of different things for you you can download it for free um you know leveling uh, compression uh doing you know truncate silences all those sorts of things they're going to make the quality of your podcast better it's going to make it more listenable and people are going to enjoy that because they have it it's right here it's in their ears don't eat in the microphone right. you know don't have people with their phones ringing you start noticing ums a lot uh, ums a lot oh, yeah. i i edit the those. bane of all ums oh. you're like oh you need to stop talking like that. And, and it's, Stop you know, saying like. 
when, you, when we do APs, you know, a GM is like constantly thinking on the fly. Uh, yeah, uh, everyone. And you're going to be editing shit, all you Edit all that stuff out. All of those albums. Or you could go, you know, the Ross Payton route on RPPR and just release a five-hour episode that's been leveled, maybe. Yeah. And just, it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so, coming at... The editing portion, like, I did not know anything about audio editing whenever I started this. And YouTube is my best friend, so I looked up a lot of stuff on YouTube, uh, figuring out how to uh, edit and um, compress, thing on, compress things on Audacity, um, which I'm still not, like, the best at. I still don't like it, but I can do it. <laughs> um, the other really good program that I use is called The Levelator. Mm-hmm. And um, that'll take everybody's voice and make them all pretty much the same level, which was huge for us because for some reason, I always like I was always like really loud. I, I'm always really loud whenever <laughs> I'm on podcasts, and I apologize in advance for that. Um, but yeah, doing the levelator and audacity, cutting out and making your commentary really clean and stuff, and um, looking up maybe how to do transitions and adding music and stuff like that. Uh, I recommend like recording something. It doesn't have to be a full podcast, but recording something and then going to Levelator and Audacity and getting your music and start putting it in there because um, once you get kind of like a format of how you want it to look and feel and put things in and sound, then it's much easier to do all the rest of your podcasts. <laughs> then it's just like cutting stuff and shoving things <laughs> in there the way you want it to sound. Um, but if you can find somebody to do your editing, that's, I wish. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. If you can find somebody, again, that goes with that. You know, social media and communication and getting together with people and asking people about things. You know, if somebody's really interested in audio stuff, uh, ask them if they're interested in helping you with their podcast and maybe putting their name out there and stuff. And if they're not, that's okay. You can always ask somebody else, or you can do it for yourself for a while. Um, I think. I edited probably, I want to say, like, maybe 15 of my episodes, and I was like, screw this, we're finding somebody. (laughs) I'm finding somebody else to do this. And then I was very, very lucky to be able to talk to some really awesome people that I had met um, about editing my uh, podcast for me. So I think you don't have to do everything alone um, if you don't want to, but, again, you're kind of giving up some of that... uh, control mm-hmm. on everything. So my podcast, I don't have as much control over what's edited and what's not until like I get that back and then I can say something, but it's never going to be exactly how I envision it. But you, you get to mark exactly everything. how you want it to be. Yep. Which is, is kind of scary in some, some regards. I've had players uh, say, hey, well, you know, well, send me this episode and I'll edit it and, you know, I'll get it back to you. And then you're waiting two weeks, three right. weeks, a month and say, okay, well, I guess that's a failed experiment. I'll do yes. it myself. Um, but it is nice because it, it sounds exactly the way that I want it to sound. There's there's no middle person. And, you know, we don't, it's, it's gaming, so we don't do politics. There's no, you know, weird commentary that would come in. But, you know, sometimes that does happen when people are just talking as they're playing. And, you know, I know what I want to have edited out. And I'm in, com, you know, complete control right. of that. Yeah. Which is nice. And it is, there is some you know trepidation to kind of give that away to someone else especially if it's not someone that you know you know if you meet someone online you'll be like hey i I like your podcast i'd like to volunteer i'll help out you know i like what you're doing okay i mean you don't know exactly what you're gonna get (laughs) absolutely well and in my case i did give them like something i wasn't expecting back (laughs) um as a test to see how they did it and edited it and how that business Um, line of communication worked together with us, you know, Um, because, you know, you're moving from social media stuff to business partners in a way, you know, because you're talking to these people all the time and you're building that business relationship with them. So I think that although I like it now, it was very hard in the beginning Mm -hmm. getting rid of that, like control of everything. I know exactly the way I want everything to go. Um, It's made my life easier. (laughs) But I don't always get exactly what I want, so <laughs> it's kind of a give and take, and you got to figure out what's best for you. So from a technical standpoint, let's say you have, you got your microphone, you got your, your soundboard. Absolutely. 
how does it, when you, you're recording live, where does it get, are you saving it live? Like, does the, because I've done a little bit of research, okay. I'm still a little fuzzy. Does the soundboard record it and it's stored there and you have to import it somewhere else, or does it come out of the soundboard yep. into a computer? So, my personal setup, I have microphones to a mixer, and then that I kind of make sure everybody's voice kind of matches level wise. And then I was uh, having it recorded on my iPhone. However, I did not have as good sound quality on my iPhone. So I moved to um, a Tascam, and I actually have here with me. I can show all of you guys it. This sucker right here, this is awesome, okay? Um, this is like 100 bucks. Uh, but it will record everything it has a little mic in right here or if you're walking around on the floor and you just want to record people's voices you can use these here and you can put like a little dead cat thingy on it you know the little foam thing that's what they call them dead cats I, I did not make that up so <laughs> you put one of those suckers on it um, and then you can record here and this is extremely versatile for a hundred bucks like I can record an interview right here or I can record my podcast on it and it has a little uh, thing here with a micro SD card. And then I put that in my computer and send it off to my Dropbox and my editor edits it for me. So um, you actually connect that, like when you're doing it not well, yep. you actually connect that? Absolutely. I do. So um, on my mixer, I have like the little headphone plug that you would plug into. And um, I use that headphone plug, and this is kind of because I have so many people, that one goes to um, like a splitter where everybody can listen and stuff and an amp for that, um, which this is also connected to that. Or you, if you could, you know, you could just technically plug this into the headphone thing. So it's like a, what, one fifth inch stereo jack into like the little tiny micro jack. Yeah, you can go to Guitar Center and pick up a cable for 10 bucks to link it up there. And then on your mixer, your headphones, uh, you have a little knob that adjusts the volume there. And then on this thing here, um, it has all the levels, maybe if it's gonna turn on, uh, it'll tell you where you're peaking and stuff on this. So it'll give you actually, oh, okay, we're being too loud, let's turn this down on the mixer here. Um, but this has upped my sound quality like by 10 times compared to my iPhone, which this here was what I was using before. And um, I was happy with this, but this had a lot of problems and the sound just was not good. And I, like this is, yeah, I love this right here, the little task count. And they have more expensive versions on that of this if you, if that's what you want to do. I just picked the cheapest one because I'm cheap. <laughs> so, Amen. Yeah, I was. I wanted a cheap device that I could use versatilely that would give me excellent sound quality. And everybody has commented on how good my sound quality has been on my podcast since I've been using this. So this has been awesome. This is the DR05 Tascam. And this is similar here. This is a Zoom H1. I got this oh, one cheap again one. for about yeah. 100 bucks because they were upgrading to like three or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I got it on Amazon with the stand and all the stuff for, you know, like about 100 bucks. But when we re when I record, uh, because we do all of our stuff live, we use Google Hangouts to do our recording. Mm -hmm. It records straight to YouTube. Uh, so all of our stuff is done live. It's on YouTube. And then I go back afterwards after the video is rendered and I'll extract that as an mp3 and then upload it into audacity and then do all my editing in there yeah whereas ours is I have everybody sitting at the table so I don't have to go through any other service um, and we record there and then directly on the task cam and then I take this to my computer so it becomes kind of how you want to fit your needs you know with everything um, as far as recording online, do you find that Skype is better, or do you like use Discord, or no, I mean, what we do use you, Google Hangouts. Use Google Hangouts exclusively. Exclusively, yeah. Okay. Skype is a little bit buggy. Uh, one of the other podcasts I was on, we used to do that for our games. Right. Uh, there are ways to record from Skype. I'm not super familiar with it. Um, so you know, Google Hangout is great because, like I said, it records right to the YouTube page. So there's not really anything I have to do. Uh, except extract the audio after the fact. Right. So that that's super nice. And and most people, you know, at this point have a Gmail account. So it's like, you know, we had F. Paul Wilson on the other day. He's got a Gmail account. I send him an email, you know, we're good to go. I, I guess Thank it doesn't goodness. even matter if they have Gmail anymore. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, 
as far as those online ones, they'll go, yeah, you know, Google Hangouts, Skype, and then Discord is another good one to record off of. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as really anything, I mean, I use Discord a lot. Well, you have Twitch, but Twitch doesn't yeah. save anything. Yeah. So you have to export that to YouTube then anyway if you want to keep all those videos. And for gaming, you know, especially for actual plays, maybe for board gaming too, I guess a little bit, Twitch is, is a more viable structure for a podcast in that regard. If you're going to do, like, we do so many actual plays. You know, we're on live all the time. Um, the Twitch would be great. But it adds extra steps, and I think people all need to have Twitch accounts to be involved. And yeah. you know, with the with the Google Hangouts, it's a lot harder to put easier. all together with yeah. everybody because you want to make it easy for everybody to get on there. You know, if you're going to have a guest coming on your podcast, you don't want to be like, now you got to sign up for a Twitch account, then we're going to get together. No, you want to make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. for them to join you in your group. So, absolutely. What else we got here? Well, you had said earlier, talking about, you know, business relationship. Yeah. And and there is, to a certain extent, you kind of have to have that in mind as you're approaching it. If, if you're going to do a Patreon, if, you know, you're going to do Cafe Press and sell T-shirts, if you want to, you know, get involved in that sort of things, you really kind of want to have the mindset of, you know, maybe doing an LLC or something like that. Because if, if, if it becomes successful and you wind up making, you know, a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand dollars on Patreon, you need to account for that. You, you have to pay the government for that money. So so if there's any money involved at all, you, you know, definitely want to consider legal Zoom is cheap. Not that I'm a lawyer. I want to give you legal <laughs> advice, but I mean, there are options that you can do to, to do that relatively inexpensively and just have yourself covered. Yeah. Um... I think, like, the most important things, though, is just the planning that goes into everything. Like, if you feel like you need to set up entities and social media and everything ahead of time, like, you need to you need to do that. And uh, you don't have to jump feet first into a podcast. You can start with just little pieces and doing research and figuring out how you want it to go and maybe even trying a couple of episodes and seeing other people's feedback on that and then changing your structure and stuff before you fully jump into everything and be like, all right, I want to have like a Patreon account and this is going to happen. Um, you can you can take baby steps. Yeah, it's okay to sure. do that. Yeah, and just kind of build and grow as you go. Yeah, we're two and a half years. We still don't have a Patreon account. Yeah. Which mostly because I don't have time. <laughs> it does. It takes a lot of time. But if, if you have a, a subject that you're interested in, you want to you know, hey, I'm going to do a podcast about, you know, X thing. Find other people that are doing it and reach out to them, ask some questions. Hey, how, how did you guys do this? How did you do that? Um, you know, I'd mentioned we were going to start doing, you know, video reviews of games like, you know, uh, Watch a Plate or Rado or, you mm-hmm. know, something along those lines. And, you know, I, I emailed the one guy and I'm like, hey, what kind of camera do you use? How, you know, how do you go about, you know, what's your structure like? And, you know, within a day, email back, hey, I use this kind of camera. You know, th- this is how I, you know, do my setup. So, you know, people are, generally speaking, very amenable to having conversation uh, because they are interested and involved in the community. So, right. you know, use that as a, re- not use, but, you know, use them as a resource. And, you know, if other people ask you, then turn around and do the same thing. It's Pay all about back. playing yeah. it forward. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, and even if somebody doesn't answer you, you know, you get on Twitter and you're asking questions and stuff. Um, and you don't get your questions answered, go ask somebody else. Like, somebody's going to help you on Twitter, let me tell you, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody will help you. You just have to make the right connections with that socially. Are we running short on time? Uh, we have five minutes left, so five minutes. Oh, anybody questions have any particular questions. questions? I didn't realize how late it was. <laughs> I didn't realize how late it was either. Um, oh, and you know what? Since nobody has any questions right now. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what's your favorite part about doing podcasts? hearing myself talk. (laughs) I had somebody tell me that if you're doing a podcast, you have an ego problem. (laughs) I was like, well, I didn't think of that before, but maybe, possibly, I don't know. Um, No, I really enjoy hanging out with my friends, and I do uh, my podcast with my gaming group of friends, and I love just bullshitting with them and talking about what's new, and that's what I record, you know, Um, just those conversations that you would have between friends. Um, and that's my favorite part of it is connecting with people and then sharing that with other people and making people laugh. I really like making people laugh. So, 
Yeah, it's definitely the people. I mean, we've had the opportunity because of the podcast to just meet so many cool and interesting people that it, that in and of itself makes it worthwhile. It, it, there's that intrinsic value of, wow, I can, you know, email uh, Oscar Rios or, you know, Adam Scott Clancy and have a conversation. Like, that's just really cool. Yeah, so. absolutely. And um, one of the most important things you can do as you start growing your podcast and getting everything all together is making those connections and then having interviews with people okay interviews are super important guys um whenever you have an interviews your numbers will go way up because people it's like you're sharing you're sharing followers and stuff you know so if i have him on my podcast then we're sharing those followers and viewers together and maybe his followers were like me and my followers were like him and then we're sharing that community together you know, yeah, it's not it's not a capitalistic like. Well, it's not. You I'm don't only going to like way. you. You know, yeah. you have to like me, and, and I'm not right. going to listen to that. In the beginning, it's, it kind of you kind of feel like that, but toward the end, you're like, no, 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 we like everybody. Everybody's wonderful. Like, I want to be a part of everybody's lives, and I want you guys to come out here and hang out with me and uh, be friends with me too. You know, and that's kind of how all of that works together. What are the best sites to actually host your podcast? Ooh, that's a good question because I don't host my own one. Uh, I use SoundCloud for mine. Uh, I think it's about 130 bucks a year. It's unlimited. We'll use air quotes. Um, there's not very many good free options. Yeah. Uh, SoundCloud does do a free option, but you're limited to like three hours, which, you know, if you record one game, you've got three hours. Yeah, if you've done um, a couple of podcasts, you may as well just start figuring yeah. out where to host them off of. I don't know where we do ours. Do you know where? Um, I know we were on SoundCloud. We just moved to Libism or Libism? I think so. Yeah, it's L-I-B-S-M or something. Libsyn? Yeah, I think that one. That's where we moved to because... Because we just needed more room. We needed more space. Yeah. 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 Space, storage, space. We needed more everything. Right. I think Blurberry is another one. Yeah. We, we went with Santa Clara early and we just sort of stuck with it. I haven't right. had a problem with it. Right. And you if know, you haven't, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think once we hit six shows, we had to open it up because it was a lot of shows on one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does anybody else have any questions? No? Nothing. How do you say every week? Oh my goodness, it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, gosh, well, how do you stay entertaining every week? Uh, we have four ongoing RPG campaigns, so every week, every other week, there's something new, different. There's a different game. Um, we have new guests every single week. Uh, we've been doing that for two and a half years, so just um, just being engaging. You know, when someone comes on, like our interview style is very much like this. It's very low key, very informal. Uh, so it's very comfortable. People feel comfortable when they come on. So just, you know, just be yourself. Go on and, and just, you know, mm -hmm. you know, have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, for me, I built a very specific group of people that I wanted to work with because um, I thought they were very entertaining to me. So I thought, oh man, if they're entertaining to me, like they're gonna be entertaining to other people. Um, and I never run out of things to talk with those people um, because of how I build the structure of bringing new content in and then also um, because of the different interviews and other people that we will have on. So that helps, but if you're having problems with that, it might be better to move your show to twice a month or something like that so then um, you don't feel like things are getting stale because it's better to produce quality content a little bit less than People getting on your podcast and going, oh, okay, this what this episode sucks. Maybe I won't watch this anymore. You know, like, so yeah, being entertaining for me is really important. So, yeah, I mean, if you're doing, you know, history of Rome, you're on your own. Yeah, I can't that's, help. that's I mean, your you know. whole separate other group of people there. <laughs> Any other questions? No. Thank you for coming no. out and hanging out with Thanks us. Thanks for coming today. out. If you want any cards, we got cards up here for people. If not. Goodbye. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.